702. Call Late Night Talk on 011-883-0702. 19 minutes after midnight and uh, joining me on the line is Kilebu Kilema Kafula. She's founder of Marua Pula Brands. And uh, good morning to you, Kilebu Kile, and thank you very much for joining us. Much appreciated. Good morning, Aubrey. How are you doing? I'm well, and uh, all the better for uh, speaking to you, Kilebu Kile. You know, lots of people don't get to speak to us at this time of the day, so I really appreciate your time. All the best. Thank you. So, Marua Pula Brands is going to be convening a, an event, and you are going to be discussing Brand Man. Talk to us. What is this all about, Kile Bukile? Definitely, definitely. Um, so as a brand strategy agency, um, we formulated a concept called You Need to Matter. And You Need to Matter is a series of brand engagements that we as Marabula brand host to quantify brand influence um, confronted by different members of society. Um, so in essence, more and more people are recognizing themselves as leaders um, individuals with fitting associations and as part of effective circles. Um, therefore, they're building relationships, you know. And when we're looking at the concept of men and the perception thereof, especially in our South African landscape, it's been quite problematic. Um, but how we'd like to, to handle such a, such a subject matter is by adulating men. So we're unearthing the insights, um, we are, we're unearthing the ideologies and the value systems um, that influence their decisions and their lifestyle choices. Um, so as brand strategists, we find it quite important for us to, to engage our stakeholders um, and make them aware of their conscious decisions and unconscious decisions, um, which effectively uh, create your brand. All right, Kile Bukile. Um I'm going to ask you to break it down even further for me because, you know, uh, sometimes uh, industry speak, uh, market industry speak can be, mm-hmm. can be a little bit uh, confusing for, for those of us who don't understand what you're talking <laughs> no, about. Definitely. Let's first talk about brand man. What is that? Mm-hmm. And secondly, what are the problems that you guys have discovered in this brand called man? What does it mean? Are you talking about a particular gender, a particular sex? Uh, what are the societal issues that have uh, made you problematize this brand? Um, to answer the first part of your question, we looked at the patriarchal system. Um, we looked at the individual's who are seen as thought leaders from a male's perspective. Um, And we weren't too much concentrated on the gender or sexual nuances. Um, We just indicated areas that that are of influence from a male perspective. So um, if you are a leader at work, if you're a manager at work, if you are a father, if you are a partner, if you're a husband or a boyfriend, if you're a, uh, a brother. So we looked at the new aged thinking um, approach. So what does it mean to be a supportive brother in the context of um, women empowerment and seeing your sister um, being promoted within the social pockets of, um, of society? What does it mean to be um, a male colleague and understanding the importance of women empowerment and woman development. And how do you balance 
your your position in such. Um, and secondly, your, your, your second question about the problem areas or the challenges that we've seen is that um, men aren't, or, or, or the men who are actually trying, the men who are actually trying to, to sing a different tune, a more positive tune, they aren't recognized enough. Um, and I myself being a woman and, and coming from a company that um, is woman-led, um, quite, um, I'm quite taken aback by how the men who are influential and looking at balancing um, and creating a healthy society aren't really recognized and aren't adulated enough. And that is what we're trying to do is to say, listen, as we're trying to turn the leaf and create more positivity, we need to also recognize the brands that are making a positive impact. And the problem areas is in starting the conversation and where we start the conversation and how we include um, these men within these conversations. O double one eight eight three o seven o two founder of Marua Pula uh, Marua Pula brand Kilebukile Makafula is my guest, and uh, she's talking about brand man, yeah, and how it has I suppose been bludgeoned by certain uh, narratives, certain realities perhaps in our society, and the idea, if I understand it correctly, is to try and. Uh, bring a certain level of conversation about this brand, man, uh, by adulation, and I want to find out how that fits in with uh, with campaigns such as Men Are Trash, which some would argue are steeped in the realities of patriarchy and how mm. the conversation needs to be carried out in order for us to have more honest conversations about the power that maleness continues to have in society. Mm. Um, what happens, especially in, in um, our research and development towards uh, you know, the event, what happened is we started realizing that it first starts with accountability. Um, if we were to go back to the concept of the event, we are trying to teach our stakeholders about the depth of brand and the impact of brand. And um, just even touching on some of the points that you've spoken about in the last 30 minutes regarding our leadership within the private sector and the public sector, a lot of the problems stem from accountability. And as a brand or as a healthy brand, you need to have a significant degree of transparency and accountability and therefore leadership, right? And when we take it back to the concept of, of man, if we're speaking about man as a subject matter, we need to get to a point where we start the conversation at that point. So if we're referring to, to campaigns such as men are trash or even ideologies such as mansplaining, yeah. we need to understand where that stems from. We need to understand the value system of, of that person or that community um, that thinks and believes um, um, such ideologies and therefore start the conversation there. And All right, so, so if, if, if I understand you correctly, they, therefore then, your, your campaign, your mm. event is not necessarily the antithesis of, um, of men are trash. You're not uh, somehow trying to stand against that campaign. 
you're trying to explain the context in which those kinds of campaigns rise so that we can have a more nuanced conversation about yes. uh, the tensions between one, the genders, between mm-hmm. the sexes, uh, and mm-hmm. so forth. Is, is, is that the way to understand what you're saying to me? Definitely. Um, we, we aren't discrediting um, anyone. We are not discrediting um, any campaigns um, if anything, we are trying to take the conversation um, in a more progressive manner and in a more tangible manner. So even in um, how we've gone about structuring our event, um, it's, it's, it, it lives beyond the event. So the effects should live beyond the, the, the event. And if we were to use man, man are trash as, as context, we are trying to say, Please understand why we're saying you're part and parcel of the problem, whether you're actively part of it or not. Understand your position in it and understand why we're hurting, why we're hurting as women and why we're hurting as men who love these women. Right. And you are part of the society, whether it be at work, at home, um, in your private or public space. Um, understand why such campaigns are alive and have such great significance in and out of the boardroom, in and out of the bedroom and within our society. Give me a call at double one eight eight three zero seven zero two. Do you believe that brand man? <laughs> Has um, has gone through a process of, I suppose, um, social bludgeoning. If the uh, ideas that I'm picking up from Kile Bukhila are, cons- are, are correct, and what do you make of their campaign to try and uh, um, create a platform that that is going to facilitate a better understanding of the various uh, debates, dynamics that are continuing in that space, in that conversation about issues of feminism, I suppose, Kilo Bikili, are going to come into all of those uh, conversations? They are. They are indeed. And um, I think my team, and as well as some of the um, facilitators that are part of the event, they were quite scared of the word feminism um, and and the different nuances um, of the ideology. So we 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 will be unpacking some of those topics. We will be um, unpacking uh, personal development, um, health, um, lifestyle choices, and many many um, subjects that that sort of men struggle with, um, especially in opening up to to the close relations around 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 their lives. So we will be ensuring that um, we unpack the, the the healthy audit of a man um, and and leave it out to everybody to discuss. Have you perhaps experienced as you perhaps uh, talk to various people about this campaign that you are uh, in the process of launching, have you had people come to you and say, Kilebukilo, what the hell are you talking about? You're a woman, man. How can you be talking about <laughs> men? Not even. Not even. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you why. Because my team and I were very conscious of our own position and our own hand in it. Um, now, my, my entire team is just women. And because of our... Um, interaction with the men who've contributed to how far we've come um, in terms of career and personal development, we are like we we need to to give these men a voice from a brand strategy perspective, um, from from a perspective that that 
allows for for broader communication, we need to to have these men on on, on a platform. Now, what we did was um, host different forums um, to assist us in engaging, to assist us in in the selection of words that we that we choose um, throughout the campaign. Um, how to set our minds and how to understand why men do certain things that they do and to understand that men are diverse. Yes, I, 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 I think I think we, I think that is paint everybody in the same. Yeah, um, I, I, I think I think that is probably the backlash that the uh, men are trash mm-hmm. um, campaign received. Uh, that it seemed to be um, painting all men with the same brush, mm. perhaps not without, uh, perhaps not without uh, reason. You know, if you really think about mm. it hard enough. Uh, sometimes our privileged position as men um, makes us uh, participants in a system that uh, gives us privilege, sometimes not with our own consent. But yeah, you know, I mean, we can have that conversation. Uh, I, I'm going to be taking calls on 11 as I speak to She's founder of Marua Pula Brand. She's going to be talking about brand man and uh, how we can be able to understand some of the challenges that... Uh, can I say it this way, Kilebukile, that maleness is suffering as a brand at the moment uh, yes. and, 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 and how to have that conversation, how, the, how to develop the concepts and words to have that conversation in more nuanced ways. So give us a call, 011-883-0702, as we speak about these issues. Interesting, Kilebukile, that you are choosing the, the vehicle of adulation for maleness to have this conversation, whereas perhaps some might argue that, generally speaking, the, 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 the voice in talking about maleness and men generally has been about criticism and, uh, and, and sometimes violent uh, critical language against men. Uh, talk to me about why you've chosen that path, that approach, yeah? Um, to try and not exclude or alienate anyone, um, to try and not judge, um, to try and not criticize, because I believe that it's, it's enough now. It's enough now. Um, if we are trying to build, we should not break. Um, if we are trying to restore, then we should at least encourage. Um, furthermore, from, from our research, we, we saw more and more men coming from a position of justifying as opposed to um, unpacking and, and discussing. And, 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 hum- having and, a- and humble sort of sitting back to listen, yeah? Yes, yep. yes. It was, it was like um, some sort of defense. Yeah. And, and um, I'm sure you, you, you would also understand when you're having a conversation with someone, you want that person to be comfortable in order for them to give you the whole um, information or, or, or an understanding of who they are and what they're about. Now, what we did was we, we tried to ensure that um, us as women also stand firm in who we are um, and try to not 
be shy to talk about what has actually impacted us negatively and and positively um, in relation to men. Uh, but we try to do so in a way that is encouraging, um, in a way that actually builds the, the, the brand man. Because um, we do believe in a balanced society. There is a significant place position for men or males within our society. And, and we want to call them up. Are all males men? No. All right. O double one eight eight three O seven O two. Kile wokile makafula is my guest. We're talking about an upcoming event that they're going to be hosting. That is going to be talking about brand man. Yeah. What is a man? Yeah. Give me a call. I suppose that is uh, is a nice place to start. That's good as any. But uh, and I'm going to talk to you. Some interesting um, calls are starting to come through, and uh, people want to engage with you, Kilewokile. But I'm interested to find out uh, from you about some of the parallels that some people have identified between the conversation about gender and sex and 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 feminism and all of those issues. Uh, the parallels that people have uh, identified between that conversation and the race conversation uh, and whether or not some of the issues that you're raising um, about men and the approach that you're taking uh, in order to have a more inclusive and uh, less defensive conversation about all of these issues, the approach of adulation should also perhaps in your mind be uh, the same that needs to be taken in the race conversation. So in other words, uh, should we perhaps be having an adulative conversation about whiteness? Um, but uh, that's another conversation that we can have on 011-883-0702. Chunky in Soweto, hi. Hello, Chunky. Hello. Yeah, go for it, Chunky. How are you? I'm good, man. Go for it. Good. It's OC Kilewokile, am I right? That's right. Go ahead. It is. It is. Yeah. You, 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 you're bringing a very powerful subject. Uh, I think I, I'm in my mid-50s and I'm beginning to unpack uh, as a black man in particularly, uh, I brought up my kids, you know, I divorced young, and um, my wife, ex-wife, gave me my kids, and she did the best thing in my life because those kids kept me busy. I couldn't go to play golf. You know, I was, between me and my two boys, fine, other boy came in later. And, 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 and I spent a lot of time to school, homeworks. My boys, they finished the high school now, they finished their... Finishing their tertiary education, one is at work now. But let's come to relationships, you know. And and you you listen to sisters, you know, friends, biological sisters, you know, commenting somehow how do they ring friends men? You know, and I said to myself, because I, I listen, I reflect. You in a relationship, you raise up an issue, uh, you're being branded, you know, and 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 I've, I've taken a stance of receding. I don't know if I'm shutting down, you know, but, but there is a challenge with black males and, and, and we, we, we're not talking. I've witnessed mm-hmm. a sad case, I've witnessed a sad case two months, three months ago, a guy killed his wife, left five kids, a graduate both. The question is, is what is wrong with a black man? It's mm-hmm. a big challenge. You know, you know, it's a big challenge. My analysis is that Somehow, if a man, he hasn't brought up his kids, there is a vacuum. Either mm-hmm. he was in a pub, he was in a shibin, he was jolling around making kids all over the show. But I'm making more analysis. You know, it, there is a big, deep vacuum of black males 
who we are not talking to each other's men and 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 we're not opening up if you're opening up to a sister or a brother somehow you feel belittled ridiculed you know laughed mm. at so you mm. shut down but but, but but i'm quite interested if you could get men in your forum you know pack them you brought up your kids yes what did you do what what were your challenges did you have a relationship did you protect your kids in a relationship to, or did you expose mm. your kids in a relationship you get what i'm saying yep yep and 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 it is a huge challenge because my boys, we're talking now, you know, and, 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 and there's the issue of relationship, Baba. Do you trust this woman? Wow. How do I navigate in this life? Life, mm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, Chunky, um, thank, th- th- uh, let, let, let me do this, uh, uh, I want to take just one more call. Um, uh, because the calls are coming in thick and fast, uh, and and then maybe you can deal with uh, Chunky's uh, questions and uh, and thoughts and insights uh, as as you as you'll deal with Angela's, and then we'll take another group of calls. Okay, so Ch- Chunky, thank you very much. So you raised some very very powerful issues there. Um, men, uh, their children, uh, the the shutting down of men in that process. Thank you very much, Chunky. In uh, so let's talk to Angela in Johannesburg. Hi, Angela. Hi there, Aubrey. Um, my thinking is that um, what really bothers me is that most of the guys that are cognizant of what's going wrong and uh, with their attitude to women and how they approach and treat women um, are the guys, um, the good guys are calling in and saying, yes, it's wrong. And my issue is, what are we doing about the guys who aren't calling in, of which there are millions, um, that still have this feeling that they can treat women in a certain way? And I don't know how we're going to get to them. That's my issue. Um, I love the fact that these debates are going on. I love the fact that we have these groups, you know, um, that are men against um, aggression against women. But how do we get to the guys that are really the perpetrators? Very good question, Angela, because uh, uh, we could be preaching to the converted, yeah? Exactly, yeah. And, and, and what do we do? Because we know there's an issue, um, and, and I think that we approach it in a way that, um, you know, let, let's all be sensible, let's talk about it. But what are we doing to really get to these guys that are causing the problems? The guys that in their day-to-day life um, engage with their women, as they, they see it, or their partners, and they say, um, I don't understand why you're such an independent woman. And, and where do you go with that? You know, we, you know, over many, many years, we've had the vote um, as women, but here we are in in 2017 how do we get to them Angela in Johannesburg, thanks very much for your call. Kilebo do you want to uh, perhaps deal with the two calls that we've had? And as the other calls uh, start to come through, we can um, uh, then engage with them. Uh, Chunky's call is is quite dis- in- mm-hmm. instructive to me it's to say that w- w- when these issues are being discussed, most men um, feeling attacked in this mm-hmm. discussion, shut down. And it's very true. It's very, very true. And, uh, and I suppose part of your strategy in the adulation um, sort of approach is to try and deal with that. But, but talk to what Chunky had to say. And, of course, Angela's question about, uh, yeah, are we preaching to the converted? What about those that are still 
captured, as it were, between their ears? Mm. Um, if we were to uh, go back to the racial topic just for a second, yeah. um, Red spoke about um, the relationship with his sons. So that's also a topic that we touching on at the event. Um, we had a very touching um, reference point um, through our research and development is that there's a particular um, primary school that has consciously decided that um, for, school, for school camps and school trips, kids should go with their dads. Or there's a specific camp that the kid's going to go with the dad or a specific camp that you're going to go with your mom. And um, the specific man, he's black. Uh, he went with his nieces um, because they specifically chose him to go with them and not their father. So that's light bulb number one, where now him as the uncle is now going on this camp. Then when they get to the camp, um, it's only two black men there and the rest are um, white men, white dads. And it hurt him so much. It hurt him so much because not only um, are they just two men out of the whole lot, both of them were not the fathers. So for him, it was an indicator that black kids are still suffering from not having that biological or even father role in their lives. And this continues to then open the gap and, and, and increase um, problems that, that we now are experiencing. Another part of it um, is how Rechanki was talking about um, a sense of brotherhood and a forum where um, men can talk. Um, again, part of the research that we've done with, with um, a legal uh, uh, group of, of gentlemen, they were saying that 70% of men who go and watch soccer at the stadium actually aren't there for the soccer or even staunch um, fans. They're there for the brotherhood. They're there for the aura. They're there to, to let your guard down. And throughout the game, you guys can chit and chat about um, life, about what you're going through as men, um, over drinks, um, over a soccer match. And what we try to do is bring that sense of aura to the event, to then say, listen, this is a safe space. Let's talk about it. Hence, we call it Litsema. And the demands it's one as um, basically mean um, a spirit of collectivism. Um, and as a collective, as men, we are trying to demystify all these notions and all these stereotypes. If I were to go on to um, Angela's call, yeah. she's, she's talking about something that's very important. And what we realized is that it starts at the dinner table. Um, it starts um, when we're hanging out and, and in our intimate circles. What we say, what we say is quite important because that's what builds perception. That's what builds character. Um, in branding, we say your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. So for the men who are still behaving in a way that we, we do not promote, the conversations that we have with them or they have with, um, with themselves within, within um, intimate spaces, that's what matters. Um, changing notions, changing mindsets um, starts at the dinner table, we believe. The conversation about gender, about the uh, privileged position of men uh, that has, I suppose, been given uh, or ha- has been coined as patriarchy and so forth. Mm has has uh, made a lot of people uncomfortable. Uh, 
because it calls out the uh, the unexamined privileged position that we as men have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I call it unexamined because we, we, we believe, words. yeah, we believe that that's just the way things are. That's just the way nature intended it. Don't, no, sorry. That's mm-hmm. just the way that God, who's a male in our minds, <laughs> intended it, right? So, so, so we have that conversation and it becomes very, very uncomfortable uh, to the point where part of the problem, and I think what I'm trying to say is, is, is going to address Angela's situation, is, or Angela's question is that men still believe that it is a divine right for men to hold the position of superiority in society. Now, how do you deal with that kind of idea? In other words, what I'm trying to say is that the the superiority complex, how do you say that? Superiority Superiority complex, complex. yeah? Yes. It's so deep. So deeply entrenched and constantly, um, uh, what's the right word? Constantly made even stronger, concretized. I'm, I'm, I can't even find the right words. By the way that our societies, our religions interpret society, mm-hmm. how are you, as women, you see, understand my question, as women, maybe even go a little bit further, as black women? Mm-hmm who are understood by those very men that Angela is talking about, in other words, the unconverted men, uh-huh. the unwoke man, man. how uh-huh. are you as black women, if you are understood by these men, to be of a lo- lower rung on the, on the step ladder, ladder of society, going to facilitate the conversation where they must reveal to you their weaknesses, when they believe that they are fundamentally here to rule and guide you as women. Um, but you see, what, what we're doing, I think, um, by even going about it in the way that you've just put it, is um, agreeing to the sense of entitlement. Now, before we start engaging, let's start with the sense of entitlement. Um, let's start with the sense of um, thinking or believing that we should um, interact with you because you're a man in a certain way. We should speak to you because you're a man in a certain way. Um, And what we're trying to do is say, let's make the conversation more human-centric as opposed to position-led. But again, speaking to those who are um, not converted or, or not enlightened, not progressive. We can only feed so much information. We can only punch so much information. Um, it is only in you receiving the information and, and you acting upon the information that matters. Um, it is within your own right to apply yourself in what we're saying to you. Um, So speaking as a young black woman, I am trying to put up a a mirror to you. I am trying to put up a mirror to society and say, look at yourself. Look at what you have impacted. Look at what the results are and look at how it's impacting generations to come. 
I am putting up a mirror to society. And I am trying to say, by you portraying yourself as such, as you becoming this type of brand, this is who else you are impacting. This is who else you are influencing. And these are the repercussions. And it is upon you as the man to then apply yourself. And we can only do such when we, when we can only, you know, make the efforts with such forums or such events, with such tangible efforts. We're talking about the crisis of masculinity with Kilebukile Makafula and the platform that they are going to be uh, providing for you and I to be part of the conversation that unpacks all of these issues of privilege, of patriarchy, of of, of the belief systems that underpin uh, that system. I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts as we continue with this conversation. Would you agree to somebody who says that uh, there is a parallel, a similarity in the conversation about sex, gender and race? Um, definitely. Um, you cannot divorce any of those three from each other. Um, it, it's your, it, it's what makes up a human being. Um, we have some men who are coming who find it problematic to lead within corporate because of their sexual orientation and their race. Um, competent men, um, thought leaders, um, progressive thinking, but because of their construct, they are prohibited from leading. What, 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 why, why are we putting um, pressure? Why are we putting pressure on society to be progressive? I mean, why, why can't we allow society? people to be? Why, why can't we allow people to be conservative? I mean, there's guys here that are saying, "Please, why? Why are we always worried about how people feel? Things are the way that they are." I mean, all of this this lumpy mm-hmm. custard talk is just really. I mean, there's serious problems to be handled out there. Why are we are we forcing this progressiveness on everybody? Um, but we need to understand who makes up the society, or who makes up the community. Um, and we need to understand that business isn't the concrete. It's not the, the, the brick and water. Business is people. Um, business serves social issues. Uh, business serves community issues. Hence, we have such big corporates running for the past few years. And who are they serving? Who makes part of their value chain? Um, and who are their biggest assets? The people who keep the heart beating. Yeah. Now, um, when we when we try and take um, a less human centric approach, that's when we start losing the plot, because people are who make people are the people that make business. It's not the it's not the brick and water. What What about the hardcore sort of far left um, feminists? How have they received your human centric approach to the discussion around? Patriarchy. Um, we have received positive news. I, <laughs> I, I must be honest. Yes. I must be very honest. Yeah. Um, is that we too are very conscious of um, social constructs and um, lifestyles and ideologies such as feminism, um, and we do respect that it goes deeper. Um, and our our main aim is not to destruct. Um, what we're trying to do is what feminism is initially saying, the balance of. 
the recognition of the equality of. And we need to also understand that men too are trying to get women to a position of recognition, but don't know how to do it, or maybe doing it in a wrong manner, or maybe even, um, how, may I, how may I put it? They may be inflicting pain unnecessarily or unconsciously. And we're trying to rectify that and say, listen, recognize what you're doing. Acknowledge what you're doing. Sure, sure. sure. Uh, A a very quick uh, uh, response for you, if it's possible, (laughs) because it's quite a big question. Should that be the same approach to the conversation around race? Should the approach be the adulation of those that are privileged in society, in the conversation around race should there be platforms such as the one that you are uh, proposing or having around the issue of race geez that's a big one that's 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 a big one and i'm not even taking away from our own topic but i'm saying it's a big one because it has so many other elements attached to that you used a very pertinent um term privilege um and With that term, especially in the South African context right now, um, answering that question isn't... I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to having you back on the show, (laughs) Gile Bokhile. Let's talk about the logistics. We've run out of time. Logistics for the event. When is it happening? What sort of costs? Who must come? Mm Um, okay, so it's happening at Avianto Hotel, that's in Millistrift, um, around the Cradle of Humankind area. Um, Sunday, this Sunday, the 29th of October, um, tickets are 800 rand. Um, you can contact us on 010-5959-424 or email me, kelebuhile at maruabulabrand.com. Um, and the type of man that we, we would like to see is a man who is willing, a man who is intentional about his brand, his personal brand, and a man who wants to make a positive influence or impact um, within his own society. Do you have a website that people can get uh, more information from? Definitely. Um, www.marobulabrand.com or on social media. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's at Maruabulabrand. Kilebukile Makafula, thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thank you. Much appreciated.